This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 312. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. A few weeks ago, we did a live Facebook video just to chat with folks in the peas and carrots. What up, guys? That's our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And one of the participants in that chat was Melissa Grove, who uh, mentioned that she uses Imperfect Produce. Now, that is a fresh produce subscription service that offers imperfect produce. And by imperfect, we mean like uh, funny Perfectly shaped. edible, perfectly good just funny looking that's right that's not and the irony and we've talked about a little bit about this in our interview with her is that it that's the way nature made it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not perfect the way you see it in grocery stores isn't right? that funny though that that could apply to people as well yeah i mean we hold we hold our produce to the same or society holds our produce to the same standards that we hold people which is totally unrealistic but that's another <laughs> you're getting deep on me galenis that's another podcast <laughs> continue all right uh, because several other folks within our community have either used the service and highly recommend it or are curious about the service we've been wanting to try it ourselves Uh, we decided to go ahead and interview melissa and she was very gracious to accept our invitation to come on the show and talk a little bit about imperfect produce her experience with it and then also her meal prep this kind of turned into a bigger meal prep discussion and planning a meal prep and planning discussion and she shares some amazing tips for how she gets herself organized for the week around uh, for her meals that's which right which is a challenge for a lot of folks including us yes yeah, so a great interview coming up uh, but first today's episode is being brought to you by new zest new zest is a best-selling vegetable protein so new zest is cl- a clean lean complete vegetable protein that contains all nine amino acids, which of course is very important for, especially for us uh, who don't eat meat. Uh, It's gluten-free, it's dairy-free, it's soy-free, non-GMO, and it is vegan. The New Zest has been kind enough to extend a special offer just for our listeners. So be sure to stay tuned uh, to learn more about that. And now without further ado, let's bring on Melissa. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Hey, y'all. Welcome. So, so awesome to have you. You know, we've been doing a lot more interviews with people from the from our peas and carrots. What up, guys? From our <laughs> peas and carrots society, and it's so amazing. It's great to be able to um, to talk to so many folks, and for you know, there's a lot of conversation. It's always going on in the peas and carrots, but it's something to get a voice behind it. You know, it's really nice. Well, glad to be here. Thank you. Sure. Okay, so um, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on, we were doing a Larissa and I were doing a Facebook Live from a park. I think we had begun. Is that what we did, Larissa? Yeah, yeah. We were at. Um, oh yeah. Park. yeah. And Melissa hopped on to say hi, and we got on the conversation of imperfect produce, which is a service that we're going to talk about. That I know several of our folks in the peas and carrots have had questions about. So we would definitely want to talk about that. But Melissa, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself first, like where you're from and and uh, what you do. Well, um, I live in Dallas, Texas, and I'm the executive director of Legacy Counseling Center, and we are the largest HIV counseling center 
in the South. We also have a homeless housing program, an AIDS hospice, and a conference for women with living with HIV. So that's what I spend a lot of my time doing, work a lot. And you're, you're a fellow Texan as well, just a little bit to our <laughs> yes. north. <laughs> yes, I am. Proud Texan. So it sounds like you keep pretty busy with your job, I'm sure. And I know that you do a lot of cooking also. And that's kind of what we started talking about was your experience with Imperfect Produce. And that's something Larissa and I have not personally had any experience from. But as we have always said, we, we trust the folks within our peas and carrots with their commentary and opinions and recommendations on certain services and products. And I know this is one that other folks have been interested in as well. Would you like to talk a little bit about when did you start using Imperfect Produce? Um, a couple of months ago. I had okay. read an article about it um, and they were serving the Northeast or different places in the U.S. They hadn't gotten to Dallas yet. So I put my name on their website to be notified. So when they came to Dallas, I signed right up. Yeah, they're, they are in San Antonio too, by the way. After we got off the phone, I checked. And so I thought, okay, well, this is something we might look into doing as well. Uh, so let's talk about, like, you know, I was looking at their website and it looks pretty user-friendly. They, they don't have a whole, like they have just certain boxes, it looks like, right? So they have like, there's an organic box and then there's a veggie box and then there's a veggie fruit box, that kind of thing. So I kind of like that. I think there's that... Uh, what do they call it? The paradox of choice where you have too many choices. You don't know what choice to make. So I kind of like just having that real simplified. Which one do you get? Well, and the reality is I, I'm a veggie person. Um, I, I don't even want all the sugar and fruit. I'm just like, let's just get to the nutrition. But um, really every box can be customized with everything. So they may say that, but you get to pick. And that was one thing I found really appealing about it is basically the concept of imperfect produce is that they say that there's a lot of vegetables that are too, for lack of a better word, ugly to be picked up by a grocery store. Mm -hmm. So if there's a misshapen piece of squash, for example, that there's certain standards of quality of attractiveness that that squash has to have to make it to the grocery store shelves and that grocery stores waste a lot of produce because they say this isn't attractive enough or mm-hmm. or wholesalers say the grocery store won't want this, it's too ugly. So the concept of this is to reduce waste in food because there's a huge waste project, uh, problem that a lot of food just gets thrown away. And so obviously to me, I don't really care if my fruit <laughs> or my vegetables are attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good like that. Um, I like the concept of maybe minimizing food waste. Uh, They also say that you get a 30% discount off off of what you'd be spending at the grocery store. So, hey, who doesn't like to save money? So why not? So it seemed like something really interesting I wanted to give a try. So you get to select what you want. That's another appealing feature. Like you don't have to take what they send you. You get to pick what you want. Mm -hmm. And I've been in food co-ops before, uh, vegetable co-ops before where you just get what you get and then you've got to figure out what to do with it. And often I was posting pictures online like, what is this? <laughs> like, even though I'm pretty sophisticated, <laughs> I don't know what this giant thing is. <laughs> like, oh, that's kohlrabi. And I'm like, what yeah. do I do with kohlrabi? Right. So this I found appealing because you get to pick exactly what you want. Well, and you I, can... I know that... oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I remember you saying, too, that with the, the co-op, another downside is that you actually had to go pick it up. Right. I'm pretty lazy. I don't want to go pick up anything. I want everything delivered to my doorstep whenever I want it. Right. And I do, I haven't been to the grocery store in two years. I do a lot of shopping on Amazon Prime now for groceries. And uh, basically, they, they come from Whole Foods or Whole Paycheck, depending on how you look at it because you know it's expensive um but so this was appealing to me because i thought oh i could get some vegetables less expensive than whole foods and uh, i get to pick what i want so you can pick x you know small medium large extra large you get to pick the size of the box and the frequency so it's either daily i mean sorry it's either weekly or every other week but you also can skip and i several times i've skipped boxes and it's very easy to do that well, that's good because that kind of puts a little less pressure, I think, um, that you, you know, you have this big box and I know you have a family too that you cook for. So, I mean, I know it just can get, and when you have a full-time job, it's kind of, it can be a lot and, you know, then you'll feel like, oh, now I've got way too much and it's going bad and that kind of thing. So that's great. That's a great option to be able to, um, to skip, you know, and not well, to get us too far off on a, ta- I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say also, I'm, I really don't have a family to cook for. I'm kind of, my husband's kind of a meatitarian. He doesn't eat a lot of vegetables. Oh. I'm the one who really is very vegetable forward and wants to eat primarily vegetables. So I get the small box and that's more than enough, you know. Mm-hmm. It's probably designed to feed two people. Luckily, I like to eat and I like vegetables. So it works out well for me. You know, and we were talking, I don't want to get us too far off on a tangent, but we were talking about the delivery service overall. And Larissa and I, we we do have a meal, and it's not a meal delivery, it's a uh, grocery delivery service called Shipped that's local that we've used now for a few months, right, Larissa? Yeah, it's been a few months, and and I would say we use it, um, we maybe go to, we've cut our grocery trips down from once a week to like once a month and then we use shipped for the rest for delivery. Yeah. And what we were talking about was um, Melissa, when, before we, before we started recording this calls, we were talking about uh, how you actually end up saving money too, because you're not really wandering around the store, picking up, picking up stuff you really didn't need. And then also being tempted by the junk stuff. Right. So you know, you might, I don't get to see that bag of Funyuns when I'm sitting here. Yeah. Somebody's exactly. delivering my, my, uh, uh, produce to me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you can't have in your house what you don't pick up and bring in or mm-hmm. have delivered. So, you know, that's why I like it because, it's, you know, I have a ton of vegetables and I don't have any junk. So when I'm hungry, what am I going to eat? But I've also found out You've got to have enough stuff you like, otherwise you'll just blow the whole thing off and go out for Mexican food and or Uber Eats it, and then you're really in trouble. So you have to have things that are really appealing to you, but at the same time where um, it's healthy. So, right. you know, I think it is a fine line. I think we're all trying to refine our food game because it's it's complicated. It's a lot. Yeah. Right? Well, I think that's a good uh, segue into kind of talking about the one of the ways that you maximize your your uh, what you get out of this, and that's by um, upping your meal prep and your food prep game. 
So I know that you talked about incorporating, you know, making sure that you're using everything you get by by doing a lot of uh, prep. So what uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I kind of um, hate and like having the pressure of um, a refrigerator full of vegetables. You can always tell when I've done the shopping because it's all full of vegetables. If my husband's done the shopping, it's full of cold cuts and bacon and all this other stuff. When I've done the shopping, there's not a spare place in the fridge for vegetables because my eyes are bigger than my stomach when it comes to vegetables. But yes, you have to prep them. There's no way the vegetables are going to last if you take them to me one at a time. You do have to do some meal prep if you're going to get a big old box of vegetables because they're not going to last forever. So, you know, one of the things I do is when I get the box, it's kind of exciting to get something in the mail, even if it's vegetables. In fact, I love vegetables. So I kind of, you know, pull everything out of the box and take note of what's going to go bad first. And then it's kind of a game of um, beat the clock. Um, the eggplants will stick around for a while. The potatoes will be okay for a while, but the carrots are going to be fine. But what isn't going to be fine? You know, what do I need to get to? That is so so smart. That is so smart because I'm sorry to cut you off, but you just, I just had a light bulb go off because I have had, I have, I have killed like three bunches of cilantro because it's cilantro will not last even a few days and I've, I've picked it out myself. I had ship pick it out, pick it out and it's just very sensitive. So that's something, that's a great tip for. Can I, planning. can I give you a great cilantro tip? Yes. Um, take your cilantro and get a cup of water, put the stems in the water and it'll stay good for over a week. Oh, oh. and then okay. put it, well, that's, it and that really goes for a lot of the herbs. If you just get a glass full of ice, you know, regular water, Mm-hmm. stick the stems in there and put it on the top shelf. Obviously, oh. if you knock it over, it's a big old mess, but um, <laughs> it really will stay. You'd be shocked at how long that will stay. Well, I am doing that because I am so disappointed. And I love cilantro. Larissa won't touch it, but I love it. I love it in um, in uh, pico de gallo. And that's one of the pico de gallo's uh, like a tomato, lime juice, onion, uh, what else is in there, Larissa? Tomato, oh, and serrano peppers or jalapeno, oh. whatever you choose yeah. as far as sweetness goes. And I love it. And it's actually one of the things we're putting in our Buddha Bowl book, which is going to be coming out within the next two, three weeks, Larissa. Yes, like ma'am. Um, Neat. Yeah, so we have cilantro because we I love that in some of the Buddha bowls that is that are a little bit you know Mexican or Latin in in mm-hmm. nature, and uh, I keep trying to take this make this pico de gallo so I can take a picture of it, and I my cilantro is dead. So that's <laughs> that's a great tip. Thank you so much for that. Another thing I love to do with cilantro is basically use it like basil mm-hmm. and make a pesto cilantro pesto. Oh. Now, people either like cilantro or they hate cilantro, and that's actually a genetic thing. I've you can heard take that. A, you can take a DNS, DNA test through 23andMe and find out if you like cilantro. That's oh, those things. <laughs> they tell you, you don't like cilantro, you like cilantro. <laughs> yeah. And oh, that's so crazy. that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. people who don't have the gene for it think it tastes soapy. Yeah. yeah do that. Do it just like you do a basil pesto. And boy, is that, if you like cilantro, super yummy. Awesome. That might be something good to put in the book. Yeah, that is. That is, that is. I'm taking a note of that right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good example. If you've used a little bit of the cilantro for your pico de gallo, you've got extra cilantro sitting around. Perfect thing to puree it with um, some, you know, garlic and onions or, you know, do do like a pesto. And um, it freezes okay. If you yeah. have put it in with the olive oil, you can somewhat get away with freezing a pesto. Mm-hmm. Although awesome. it's always better fresh, for sure. Awesome. But that's a good example of... Um, Really where, to me, you have to have your Tupperware, your Gladware, you have to have your containers set to go. And um, because if you don't have the proper thing to store the food in, um, it's always good to just Google, you know, how do I store this? Um, In fact, that's one thing that um, Perfect Produce sends you. They send you a, hey, here's how you store vegetables. And I learned a lot of new tricks off of that. And that preserve, because what's the point of me trying to save food waste by doing imperfect produce and then letting all the vegetables rot? Right. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Absolutely. Um, okay, so, so I threw us off track. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I just, it makes a lot of sense to just take a minute to learn how you store, where do you store tomatoes? Where do you store mm-hmm. this? A lot of things I've been storing improperly, and then that decreased their shelf life. Absolutely. Right. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by New Zest Clean Lean Protein, a best-selling vegan protein powder based in Sydney, Australia. New Zest is a leader in vegan nutritional supplements, and their clean lean protein was voted the number one vegan protein in 2018 and 2019 by VeryWellFit.com and made Health Magazine's list of top 10 vegan proteins. Right. Now, we have had the privilege of talking to Jonathan Edwards, who is the New Zest USA CEO about uh, the company, its mission, the products. And we were really impressed just overall. But there were a few things that really stood out about the product, uh, New Zest Clean Lean Protein, when we talked to Jonathan and when we sampled their products. That's right. First of all, quality-wise, it's really important, I think, that there, a lot of our community is very interested in being healthy and really and careful pure. about and pure and careful about the things they put into their bodies. News SP Protein is made from the finest European quality golden peas sourced in northern France. Right. And nutrition-wise, not only is it high in protein with about 19 to 21 grams of protein per 25 grams of serving, just depending on the flavors because they have a few different flavors, uh, it's also low in calories and contains no added sugar and nothing artificial. Now, this was really important to us because we've talked on the show about the being careful about artificial colors and flavors and those kinds of things that can get put into uh, a lot of the products out there. This does not have any of that to include GMOs, sweeteners, or any any of that bad stuff. Right. And not only does it contain no artificial sweeteners, it also does not contain stevia, which a lot of people don't really care for stevia. I know we don't use it. No, I don't uh, like it. Right. Uh, their clean, lean protein is sweetened only by an extract from the West African Katem fruit which is so it's all natural uh sweetener and then last but not least it tastes great and it's not chalky it's not gritty it's got a great smooth texture and flavor and you guys who've been listening to us for a while know how larissa is about chalky and gritty and texture any texture (laughs) i'm very picky she's very picky about that stuff so newsess was kind enough to offer a special deal to our vegetarian zen community if you head out to newsess.us forward slash vegetarian zen or newsest.us forward slash VZ. I believe that will get you there as well. Mm-hmm. Or you can check out the show, 
the show notes for the for link. link. Uh, you can try a four pack of single servings in each flavor for $9.99 plus free shipping. I know I don't like to get a big tub of something until I've tried it and mm-hmm. I know I like what's in that big tub. <laughs> so so this starter pack is a really good deal. The flavors that are included are rich chocolate, smooth vanilla, strawberry, and real coffee. Wild strawberry. Oh, sorry. Wild strawberry. <laughs> I forgot the wild. Rare. <laughs> so again, we'll have the uh, link in the show notes. And now back to the show. Okay, so I threw us off track just a little bit. So you get your produce and you, you're looking to see what's going to go bad. That you got, You've got to decide what you're going to do with it sooner than the other stuff. So Absolutely. Then, so then what do you do? Well, since I love to eat, um, I always have things I think, ooh, that would be great. You know, I want to make that. So some things I have in mind. Um, another thing I do is um, if I'm going to cook one vegetable on a Saturday, I'm going to cook seven vegetables. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to food prep a few things, and I don't like cleaning up at all. I'm really bad about that. Um, but, for example, just getting a cookie sheet out with tin foil on it and throwing a little olive oil on there and dicing up some stuff so something may go in one place. Like, let's say I'm dicing up tomatoes for that fresh pico de gallo and putting the cilantro in there. But let's say I thought, ooh, I ordered too many tomatoes. I'll slice them in half, mush them around on the cookie sheet with olive oil, put some salt on there, and I may slow roast them. Hmm. And those kind of come out like chewy sun-dried tomatoes. Hmm. So that's where you do it at a low heat for a couple of hours. And then when you pull them out, they they are so delicious and chewy and you can chop them up and put them on sandwiches. I mean, you can do a million things with them. They also um, freeze beautifully. And I think um, a great tip is if you're going to freeze anything, you really have to let it get to room temperature before you put it in the Ziploc and stick it in the freezer. Otherwise, the condensation will mess it up. So let it get to room temperature. So if you've got these beautiful slow-roasted dried tomatoes, let those get to room temperature, put them in a Ziploc, push out as much air as possible, put a little uh, masking tape on it, write down the day you put it in and what the heck it is, because I think we've all thrown many things away because we don't know what it is. Yes. (laughs) I know everything is delicious when I put it in the freezer, but then when I pull it out, I'm like, gross, I'm not eating that. Like my cilantro. <laughs> yeah, so I made a challenge to myself one day. I'm going to just pull three things out of the freezer that I made. And when they defrost and I figure out what they are, I'm either going to eat them or throw them away. Oh. You know, because I, I had so many things that I'd, you know, stored without labeling. Right. But I think, I'm, you know, my, my containers get pretty ugly. I'm not too fancy about that. But I'm not above, you know sticking on some masking tape and just writing on there. And I think there's probably products that do it better than that, but I keep it easy. So let me ask you this question. Since you already know what you're picking, do you, let's just, you know, so when you get your box, it's not a surprise that you've got, you know, an eggplant in there. Um, Do you have, where do you pull your recipes from? Do you just Google stuff? Do you, do you already have those ahead of time thinking about, okay, I I ordered an eggplant. I'm going to make, eggplant parmesan or something you know something like that how do you how do you do that um i think it's a combination so many of the vegetables i get i just dice up and put on a cookie tray with some olive oil and salt and roast them 
I always keep a big old batch of roasted vegetables in different containers. So like I'll roast a squash and I'll roast um, some potatoes and I'll, you know, yeah. so many things can be roasted. And then I have them in different uh, stackable Gladware Tupperwares. So then I'll throw a handful in in the morning when I make an omelet. Or if I'm making a soup, I'll throw a handful in or take a, take a uh, soft tortilla throw a mix of vegetables in there, bam, there's your, there's a, there's a uh, taco. Mm-hmm. And so if you have them on hand, you can, you, you can get real creative in how you use it. It could be in a frittata. It could be in a taco. It could be in a casserole. It could be added on to, as a side dish. It could be thrown in with some olive oil. I mean, some um, soy sauce as like a stir fry. Mm-hmm. So they're already cooked. And so there's not, you know, much damage, you can put them in a Buddha bowl. Mm -hmm. And just having them on hand kind of can spur your creativity. And I'm definitely also not above just standing in front of the refrigerator with the lid open eating them. (laughs) So I can do that too. Well, and I I think it's nice that, you know, the way that you can order what you, you can pick and choose. And then you, when you prep ahead, just by cooking, um, you know, the individual vegetables or cooking them together, roasting them, whatever. Um, I think that actually kind of works in your favor so that you don't have to necessarily sit down and like actually meal plan and say, you know, Monday night I'm making a vegetable lasagna, Tuesday night I'm making, you know, vegetable enchilada. You can, you kind of have like, just like you were just saying, you have that more leeway to just kind of make something on the fly and it still be healthy and, and good. Yes, and, you know, I'm kind of, in a sense, cooking for one. Hmm. So um, I definitely, you know, if I do end up making a vegetable lasagna, for example, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to need to uh, look at that and say, okay, how much of this am I realistically going to eat this week? Right. And let me individually freeze the different pieces. Right. Um, I really try to get meal-sized portions individually frozen so I can grab it when I'm heading to work. If I say, oh, I'm going to save space and I'll just freeze it together, then I will eat the entire rest of the vegetable lasagna. So I can't be trusted. So I have to parcel (laughs) off every little piece. I know me. I know what I'm capable of. So I just try to individually cut myself a generous portion of that vegetable lasagna, put it in its own Ziploc. And I do reuse the Ziplocs. Mm -hmm. Um, I I reuse all of my... um, Tupperware and you know, till it's absolutely torn and tattered, and you know you obviously can buy glassware and things like that that are a little more sustainable. My problem is I'm bringing like a grocery shack of vegetables to work every day. I don't think I could lift it if they were all in glass containers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I come in looking like Santa Claus, you know. But the reality is it's very low calorie and very very good for you. Right. Um, I've got some health issues, so I really have to eat very nutritionally, and I can't uh, waste waste calories. Um, so everything I eat, I want to have a major nutrient punch because I'm kind of on a restricted calorie diet, but um, I like volume, and that's why I think vegetables are amazing. Right. Mm, definitely. Yeah, and I was looking at the imperfect produce uh, site again, and you know, I know this, they're, they're pretty reasonable when you look at the pricing. So I imagine since you said you were cooking for one, you get the small box. Is that right? 
Yeah, it's really um, the one they kind of just throw it out there, and they say they're around 20 bucks. But mm-hmm. really, you pick what you want. Mine tend to be more like $25, $30, but I only mm-hmm. do it every other week. And I know for a fact if I don't eat out once because of it, I've saved 20, 30 bucks, you know, oh, so yes. at least if I, yeah, at least. And if yeah. I, you know, if, if I go out, um, because I'm hungry, I'm going to not just get food. I'll probably get a cocktail or something like that. And then before you know it, I've rung up a bunch of calories and spent 20, $30. So I never feel bad about spending money on vegetables, even if they're pricey, because yeah. ultimately it's so much cheaper, not just in the immediate time because you're not eating out, but also for your long-term health costs, you know, um, that fast food burger or whatever is not the, you know, just because it's a dollar doesn't mean that's a bargain because down the road you pay for that dollar, you know, you're going to be getting an angioplasty with a $3,000 deductible. (laughs) Right. Definitely. That should be factored into the cost of a value burger or a value this or that. Right. Um, plus, I just don't like the fact I don't know what's going into my food or, frankly, who's handling my food. Mm-hmm. And it grosses me out a little bit when you think about all the people <laughs> touching your food. So that's another good motivator to cook at home. That's right. Yeah. I used to work in the fast food industry when I was a teenager, and I always tell people, never tick off the people that are touching your food. Just don't do it. (laughs) And even if people are purposely doing something to your food, you know, just who knows? Do they wash their hands? I don't know. It's gross. So, you know, I know I wash my hands so I can feel comfortable with that. Yeah. And just to clarify, I never did anything to anybody's food. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying that. that. (laughs) I saw enough of that to know that you don't take off people that are working fast food or work endlessly. Well, investing in your health is always a good investment. And, uh, you know, I work with people who have a lot of health issues, and so really your health is your most valuable commodity. I don't care how much money you have or how famous you are. If you don't have your health, that is a real challenge. Yeah. So I really believe in investing the time and energy into it. And, you know, sometimes I'll bring friends over and say, hey, come over, help me meal prep, and we'll have a good old time. I don't even eat on the days I meal prep because I'm just snacking mm-hmm. on delicious vegetables all day. You know what the irony of this too, this imperfect produce is, is that this is actually the way it looks. I mean, it's, it's, it, and what I mean is that when it goes, the, the fruits and vegetables that tend to make it to the, um, to the grocery store have been prettied up a little bit. So that way they're more attractive to people. But I mean, for example, if you, if an orange falls off an orange tree, it rarely, it doesn't really fall perfectly and look like the exact right. thing you're getting in the grocery store that's been, you know, waxed up a little bit to make yeah. it more orangey and attractive to you. So the irony is they're actually selling you the, the imperfect produce anyways, is that it's, that's the it's way normal. it is. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. I had some carrots from there and I was like, Oh my God, this is the best carrot I've had in years. And I realized that, yeah, this probably got to me a lot faster Mm-hmm. Then you know the stuff at the grocery store, it was delicious, and it was like, oh yeah. Um, it, that also reminds me is that you know you have to keep an eye on your vegetable what you've got cooking because if you think you're getting you know into the week and things are starting to go off, mm-hmm. or you're getting near that point, that's the point when you really do need to cook them up and freeze them. Mm-hmm. So you know you may like crunchy carrots. But if you're thinking those are getting a little soft, 
Well, that doesn't mean they're ruined. That means it's time to roast them real quick and either eat them or freeze them. And also, there may be a lot of dishes you can make with carrots. Another thing that I've been known to do, uh, even though it's a little bit more work, is, you know, you save the ends of your onions, you save the ends of your carrots, the shavings of your carrots. You shave all the bits that you don't use, put them in a sack, you know, put them in a Ziploc and freeze them. And that's how you make vegetable stock someday. Right. Oh, I used to do that yeah, it's kind of a nice way to just throw it all in a bucket mm-hmm. and uh, throw it all in a pot and, you know, you can make vegetable stock. There's a lot of good tutorials, and I I tend to add a little bit of miso to my vegetable stock. Otherwise, I'm like, this is disgusting. But <laughs> if I put a little bit of miso in there, I'm like, okay, now this tastes like something pretty good. But definitely roasting things is always a safe way to go with most vegetables. So I think that's a fun thing to have on hand. It's good to well, get creative, and God knows I, 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 you know, Google what to do with this right. and get some ideas. But I kind of, I, I can follow direction. You know, if you're baking, you absolutely have to follow the directions exactly. But if you're just cooking vegetables, you get a lot of leeway and, you know, that sort of thing. The first thing I usually make when I get on my vegetables is a giant stir fry. Mm. because that just uses up a million vegetables right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And if Um, I'm already shaving and cutting up the carrots, you know, for the stir-fry, I can also cut them up and throw them on the cookie sheet while the stir-fry is going. So I have a lot of things on the go at once. It definitely sounds like you have the batch cooking thing and meal planning under uh, definitely under control. So when you get your box, you get your box on a certain day every week? Well, um, I, I live in a, in a neighborhood that they don't deliver to because oh. I kind of like to, I'm not living in the fanciest part of Dallas because I uh-huh. like to be in a more diverse neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So they don't deliver to my home, which is annoying, but I have them delivered to my office. Mm-hmm. And so um, you have a, your day of the week and you can authorize them to leave it for you and they can do it in the morning. They're still in Dallas fiddling with how they do their delivery. And I did have a problem initially because um, they said, okay, we're going to deliver between five and eight. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll be staying at the office particularly late today. Oh. But um, <laughs> now, now that, because I have to have it at my office, but now they, they have a little bit, uh, you have a specific day of the week that you get yours delivered. And you can okay. always re, you can always reset it. Like I said, you can skip weeks. They mm-hmm. make it really easy to skip weeks, and I appreciate that because if I know I'm going out of town, you know, or something like that. So do you have? So you you take your box home, and do you have a certain day? Is it on the weekend that you that you have kind of time blocked for your meal prep and cooking? Yes, I you know obviously love it on Friday night. I'm pretty fried <laughs> and incapable of anything. But Saturday morning, that's, you know, I love to do it on Saturday because I have a little more time and I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy um, cooking and, but I also have to kind of like say what, if I've got plans later in the day, I can't, you know, have the kitchen completely trashed. Right. So, you know, I may have to estimate what can I do. So that might be something I have to just every day eyeball. Okay. What do I need to deal with today? And it is a little bit of a pressure to get it done, but I think it's a healthy thing because it really keeps me focused on eating healthy foods and fresh foods 
and minimal, you know, I'm quite happy to eat things. They don't have to be too doctored up. Like I don't have to make a veggie lasagna. I'm just happy with a lot of vegetables. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and once you chop them up and you roast them anyways, that's not, they're all shaped the same way anyways, right? I mean, it doesn't (laughs) matter so much that it didn't come out looking like one that would have been on the shelf in the grocery store. So Exactly. And so maybe if I have a big old bunch of carrots, half of them were, you know, peeled and roasted. But since I'm already shaving carrots, I might as well shave some and cut them up into individual um, sticks. And I have, I like to have what I call a grazing bucket. (laughs) Like I said, I like to eat. So I have things that I can just absolutely just grab this huge Tupperware and it's full of all sorts of chopped veggies, like maybe I've already, par- you know, parceled off the the um, cauliflower. I've got some carrots in there. You know, I've got some celery sticks in there. And it's stuff I can just eat as much as uh, as much of as I want. Right. Now, do you have any sort of, uh, like, do you, do you listen to a favorite, some favorite music? Do you watch a favorite show while you're meal prepping? Or is it just, because I think sometimes people just need to make certain things a little more, and I'm pointing the finger at us because we we are still we're still you know we're still uh, sporadic with our batch cooking. We're, and you know, in fairness, we work a lot, so it's it's we're just we need to carve out the time. Our our schedule is well. A little I like I like to listen to Vegetarian time. Zen when <laughs> awesome. I'm cooking and prepping. Just so folks know, it gets we didn't, me in a good mood. <laughs> it gets me in a good mood. Um, I like to listen to Las Vegas podcasts because. It uh, makes me think about going to Las Vegas and how fun that would be and all the restaurants and shows that are happening. And so I'm kind of like Las Vegas. I think that's a fun place. So, you know, I just kind of only let myself um, listen to certain podcasts when I'm food prepping. I have other podcasts I listen to when I'm cleaning. And basically, if you say you can only do it when you're doing this, well, if you really want to listen to your favorite show, then you have no choice. But I yeah. definitely feel like listening to podcasts is a great way to um, just get immersed in the moment and kind of enjoy it. And yeah, you know. that's awesome. Yeah, I go for. I've been walking again every morning because it's really good just to get my brain going and get even before I drink any coffee or anything. I've been getting out the door and, and walking for forty-five minutes at least, and that's my time to listen to podcasts. And so that's that makes me feel good. Like I'm doing two things that are productive for me at once, you know? So that's, that's a great point that putting on things that, that you enjoy that are motivational. And then also, you know, coupled with something that you're doing good for yourself, right? Cause meal prepping, like you said, is a healthy, healthy, it makes sure that you're health, eating healthier that coming week. So, I mean, that's a great boost of motivation for yourself. Do you guys like soup? How do you feel about soup? I love soup. Vicky, not so much. No, I don't. But Larissa does. Well, you know, of course, another great thing to do is if you have veggie stock and you can, you can buy the better than, um, better right. than, I forgot what that's called, the, the veggie better one. Than, yeah, the, right. Better than bullion, that's it. There you go. You can buy that and that's another thing you can do if you're panicking because you have too many veggies. A lot of, you know, pretty much most vegetables can be, a lot of vegetables can be boiled and then pureed Mm -hmm. and then thrown in with vegetable stock. Bam, you've got a carrot soup or I don't know why I'm so fixated on carrots today, (laughs) but you know, that's just on my mind. 
But, you know, it's amazing how many, I have an emulsifier a blender mm-hmm. where that's really easy because you can boil the carrots or whatever in the stock and put that immersion blender right. into the water and puree them right there in the water and bam, you have a soup. Right. And right. that can use up a lot of things. So that's, that's another awesome. one of my little tricks. And again, freeze, you know, making sure you are, you like the flavor of it, you like the taste of it, and then um, freezing it in, you know, to go to, you know, individual containers. Um, awesome. Do you guys like roasted garlic? I do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So, you know, if you have a tray of one vegetable you're roasting, you know, throw two other trays of vegetables you're roasting. You know, wrap some wrap some garlic and tinfoil. Throw that in there with a little bit of olive oil and salt. So, well, you have certainly you know, inspired us for sure. It's a lot of fun to have this kind of stuff on hand, and especially if you think, oh, wait, you know, you do have to keep checking in on what do I have in my inventory because, you know, you may have forgotten that you froze a bunch of cubed roasted butternut squash, mm-hmm. you know. So you do have to kind of peek your head in the freezer and you do have to label things. And it does, that sounds kind of intimidating, but really a piece of masking tape with a pen mm-hmm. can do the trick. That's what I you use, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for sharing these tips. These are great. And like I said, you've inspired us. We are actually ready for some groceries. We're out of some things. So so uh, I'm definitely going to try that that trick with the cilantro that you mentioned. That's That gives me hope that I'll be able to finally take the picture for the book that I've been <laughs> wanting to do. So um, if people have questions, uh, we mentioned that you're in the peas and carrots. So of course you can, you can tag Melissa at Melissa Grove in the peas and carrots, assuming you're part of that closed Facebook group. And Melissa, you're also on Twitter, correct? At yes, Melissa hmm. on Twitter. And then, uh, and she said she chose yes, Melissa, so that people would agree with her when they were, um, tweeting at her <laughs> and then and then also on instagram are you are you active on instagram do you check that do you um, any- here and there yeah i keep up right. with it mm-hmm. all right well maybe you can uh if you take any pictures of any of your batch cooking stuff maybe you can uh, hit at vegetarian zen and we can see maybe share some pictures of of some of your your latest either creations or your next box or something like that i'm sure people would be interested yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you guys for having me on, and thanks for all the hard work you do on the show. It's great. Uh, you know, as I was thinking about becoming a vegan and trying that out for a while, you were the show that I turned to, and it was really helpful and uh, helped me get started and it demystified it a bit. And oh, I just awesome. love the spirit of your your open mindedness of all your followers that they are open-minded to, like you say, the veg curious. And I, I call myself, I'm more than veg curious because I've already gone there, but I'm um, veg, vegetable forward is what I like awesome. to call myself. So There you go. Thank you so much, Melissa. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Melissa Grove, where she talked about she. This really evolved. We, I think, we I were thinking it was going to focus more on imperfect produce on service, which it did. Which it did. She provided some great info, and we are definitely going to have links to Imperfect Produce, the website. We don't have any affiliation with them, but not uh, right at least now. Not right now. But there, this is a. This is a. But we uh, may. We may because. Uh, this is one where, you know, whenever we have anyone, either uh, as affiliate or sponsor, we always 
either have tried the service, the product ourselves, or it comes from a highly recommended by several folks within our community. So uh, whoever that may be, with, like our sponsor today, Newzest, uh, New mm-hmm. we wanted to talk to Jonathan, we wanted to try the products, and we were really happy to be able to partner with them. And that's, that's right. really, we have pretty high standards when it comes to who we work with. Absolutely. So now with that in mind, um, we while we don't have... A, we're not affiliates for Imperfect Produce at this recording. We're recording a couple weeks out. So we may be by the time this airs because That's... I we fully intend to order a box to try it. And that'll give us enough time to do that. And then... Uh, you know, become affiliates if, if uh, we decide to. That's a very good point. And if we do decide, of course, we'll It'll have that disclaimed. in the disclaimer in the right. um, show notes. Right. All right. I think that is it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 